this week on Missions Today. What I then began to experience over a short amount of time is, let's say I had a question in my mind, wanted some discernment, and I wondered how the Lord might counsel me on that. In the past, I would pick up a phone and call a friend who was a Christian. What do you think? But what would start happening is, the Holy Spirit would literally bring to mind a bit of scripture that I had studied the preceding week. And it would thematically connect to what I was pondering in my mind. Connecting with the Word of God, seeking answers and finding them, truly making the Bible the foundation of our faith. That's how this week's guest transformed from a self-proclaimed nominal Christian to one who was going deep in her relationship with Christ. Hi, I'm Colin Lambert, and this is Missions Today from Resource Global. Kim Carr serves as Executive Director of Community Bible Study. It's an organization dedicated to helping people take that same journey, going deep with God and His Word. All over the world, groups are meeting and studying what the Bible says, what it means, and how they can apply it to their daily lives. Kim actually began her career planning to be a doctor, but the Lord had another mission, a Bible study around the world. That's this week on Missions Today. Hey, Kim, thanks so much for your time today. Tell us a little bit about Community Bible Study. Sure. So Community Bible Study is a place where people in communities around the entire world can come together where they live and study the Bible together, share what they're learning from God's Word together, and it's available to all. So anyone and everyone is welcome to join a CBS gathering and get to know Jesus through the Word. Before we go deeper with Community Bible Study itself, I'd like to learn a little more about you. Tell us a little bit about your early days, about your faith journey, maybe how you got into ministry. So um, it was it was a grace of God that my mother became a follower of Christ when I was in elementary school and started taking my brother and me to church with her. So it was there that I learned about Jesus, and it was there that I came to Christ. Salvation just rested heavily on me, and I'm grateful for that. So I grew up in the church. However, I really don't think the lordship dynamic really started to take place in my life until later in my college years. And then my faith journey from that point on was personal, intentional, uh, became interested in Jesus, became interested in Christianity and what that really meant in my life. And then it wasn't truly, though, until I was invited to a community Bible study gathering in Athens, Georgia, when I was a young mother, that I started actually reading and ingesting the word on purpose. And that's literally when everything changed for me, because although I was under good teaching, although I loved listening to sermons and podcasts and had Christian friends, there was still no direct living connection with Jesus himself until I was in the word and learning who he is through the truth of the scripture together, just he and I, and then sharing it with other people in my community and learning together who Jesus is. And it was and is still life-changing, shockingly 
incredible actually how generous Jesus is, how generously he speaks, how clearly he speaks, how engaged he wants to be in every aspect of our life so that we can follow him. Uh, and he does that through his word and by his spirit. And so community Bible study was that open door that the Lord invited me through to actually know him firsthand. And that is why I am forever grateful for this ministry. But I did not have any idea I would ever be serving Jesus through a Christian ministry. My education is in audiology. So when I was in the community Bible study class in Athens, I was finishing up my doctorate in audiology. And my plans were to open a private practice. And I was doing a little bit of teaching as well. However, the Lord uh, invited me to serve as a core group discussion leader in that CBS class, and then invited me to serve him and the women and the children of that class in Athens as the teaching director. And then six years into that role, he made it clear uh, he was releasing me from the role of teaching director. So I immediately got my audiology license back in gear and was looking at office space to start a private practice. And meanwhile, and this is a story for another day, the board of trustees for CBS had begun a search for the third executive director of this ministry. And God is in heaven. He does as he pleases. And he called me to serve in this role as the third executive director of this global ministry. And that was 10 years ago at the end of this month. So here I am, never dreamed I'd be here, but we're here because God called and we're here because we realized if you are in the Bible, the Lord will reveal himself to you. It is that straightforward and there is no substitute for it. So my husband and my son and I came to Colorado and we're just offering up whatever the Lord would have so that we can support this mission. Wow, what a story. Uh, so many questions I have. I want to go back for a moment before that first community Bible study. How did you hear about it? Did someone tell you? Did you see something? How did you learn about it to start with? Sure. So we were living in a different part of the state of Georgia, and we moved back to Athens, and my real estate agent invited me to go. And I thought, well, no, I don't know anybody. You know, the church is downtown, so it's a really cool part of town. And you know, I might as well go. I'm a Christian, but boy, I had no idea what the Lord eventually had waiting, not in my call, but in the fact that like, he really does speak through his word on a Tuesday to our hearts and minds. And uh, that's how I got started, a simple invitation. If you remember, what was kind of that first moment because you you've expressed it so well, this moment of, of of almost enlightenment as you began to dive into God's word. Do you remember a first moment or early moments where you first that kind of clicked in your brain? It began at a level that I don't think I was consciously aware of as it was beginning to grow. And I say it this way. Because when I was participating in community Bible study and I'm going through all of the components of really ingesting the word bit by bit, what I then began to experience over a short amount of time is, let's say I had a question 
in my mind. I wanted some discernment. And I wondered how the Lord might counsel me on that. In the past, I would pick up a phone and call a friend who was a Christian. What do you think? But what would start happening is the Holy Spirit would literally bring to mind a bit of scripture that I had studied the preceding week. And it would thematically connect to what I was pondering in my mind. So then I would go and look up that verse that I now know the Holy Spirit was bringing to mind because he promises that his word is going to accomplish the purpose that he sends it out for in an individual's life. And I would read it in context. And oftentimes that would be the word of guidance, the word of context, the word of comfort, the word of surety. And the Holy Spirit would just bring his word to mind. And then I realized, okay, that is the Lord leading and guiding. And I can trust it because it's anchored in and coming forth from the Bible. So therefore, take a chance, walk in it, see what happens. And when he was teaching me to do that, then all of a sudden, you're walking with the Lord in confidence realizing that he is guiding and directing and that's was a natural process that happened over time i want to focus for a moment on your career decisions because uh you know that's part of what got you to this place here you were all the training in audiology with all those plans. And this is not a story uncommon here on Missions Today. I mean, we've had uh, young ladies who were going to be designers in New York City and started out heading that way. And all of a sudden, God has them doing uh, hospital ships in Indonesia. I mean, you know, there's these crazy stories about men going into some type of industry and then God pulling them out of that into some kind of ministry. And you said yourself, this wasn't exactly what you were thinking let me go back to those moments where you began to hear God speak to you about doing something different than your life plan, what you had kind of mapped out. How did you process that? How did you deal with that in those early stages? The discernment of his call was birthed out of that dynamic of the Holy Spirit leading through Scripture over time, converging it with circumstances to yield his will in our lives. And so... I was about seven, six and a half, seven years into participating in community Bible study. And probably the last two years of that season of my life, he was constantly bringing passages about David when David was young and when David was in the field and when Samuel came. And the father brought out all the fine sons and didn't even think about this, you know, punk kid out in the field. He was such a non-issue. His father didn't bring him forth. And so, so many passages about David, David being called from shepherding the, 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 the sheep, the ewes and the lambs and bringing them to shepherd God's people. And so I felt like I needed to just journal these scriptures um, and just see what God might be doing. I was praying with the rest of the ministry for the Lord to reveal the one he was calling to serve as executive director. And so for a year, year and a half, I'm praying with the rest of the leadership around the world, Lord, please connect the board with the one you're calling. Meanwhile, um, circumstances happened, the scripture aligned, 
and the succession task forces showing up on our doorstep, as it were. It was such a clear call, uh, carefully vetted over time, uh, that my husband stepped away from his career. Um, we were too young to retire, packed up and came to Colorado Springs. So this role was never posted for anyone to apply for. A core value of community Bible study and the way we operate as a ministry from the board all the way up to the class level is to seek the Lord, ask for his provision. He will call the shepherds he wants into the ministry at every level. We recognize that one he's calling and then we walk in faith. So that was really the dynamic that revealed the call, connected the board with, with me and then my husband ultimately discern that indeed this was of the Lord. And so Jesus helped us trust and obey when we came. Thank you for sharing that. I just think as people process their lives, we we are so good at making our own plans and and those plans are often intercepted by God's plans. And I, I think those are always better plans, but but sometimes, I mean, it, it's not always an easy process. And there's a lot of prayer and and conversation and 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 counsel that goes into those decisions. But I think uh, just again, a, a representation that you've shared of making that decision of seeking the Lord, of of digging into His Word and listening to the Spirit, and then responding, which is the key part, saying yes, such a key part of this uh, missions and ministry world that we live in. Tell us a little bit more. Let's go a little deeper with community Bible study. What 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 makes it different from other Bible studies? What are some of its uniquenesses? What is the structure? Just kind of uh, take us on a little deeper dive. Absolutely. So community Bible study is turning the corner towards 50 years of age. And since the beginning, the the entire focus is in-depth Bible study that is caring, that's available to all so that a life can be transformed through being in God's word as they're supported just as they are when they come. So we are not affiliated with a particular denomination. Um, we are not um, a church as you would imagine a church would be. We are groups in communities welcoming anyone who wants to come into a methodology where they can crawl through scripture while being loved, prayed for, supported, in a way that that word gets embedded into their hearts and minds. And it is for a scholar who has studied the word, walked with Jesus for decades to, we I mean, we have people that come that literally do the proverbial, take the shrink wrap off the Bible they just bought and answer the first few questions and literally come to salvation alone over the word with the Holy Spirit as they study scripture. Community Bible study is global. So we have essentially the same methodology, which would in summary look like, um, Colin, if you came, you would be in a core group, in a small group, and you're with that group throughout the duration of the course. You're with that same group. You have a facilitator that keeps the group's discussion focused only on the word and what you've learned from the word and how you're going to apply that specific scripture to your life. So you're studying, let's say Isaiah 55 is the chapter for the week. You're going to study through some questions on your own. You're going to come back with your small group and you are going to share what you've learned 
through walking through those questions. Then all of those smaller core groups come together and get a teaching on that same passage. And then there's a commentary to read on that same passage. But all the while, your core group leader, your shepherd, is praying for you, is supporting you, is um, wanting to get into relationship with you as much as you're comfortable with throughout that course. And they're doing it with each and every one of their core group members. So over time, there's a, a beautiful sense of getting to know each other around the word. But I won't know what you do for a living. I don't know where you go to church. I don't even know if you're a Christian. But you and I bond over the word of God. And it is absolutely miraculous and absolutely beautiful. I, I would say recently, one thing that has really been a provision of God in a ministry that's almost 50 years old, and that is taking our in-depth Bible study and removing it out of pen and paper so that people around the whole world who are unable to read or write or culturally, they learn and share better in a spoken format, um, we have, praise God, over the last two years rolled out Spoken CBS, which is community Bible study. It is in depth. It is scripture. It is caring, but it is completely free of pens, papers, anything written. And it is growing rapidly throughout our international regions and CBS. And that has been just beautiful to see. That's so awesome to hear. I have uh, great connections with many people who work in the oral only cultures, and we've had many of them on on the program. And I love hearing that because there's such a huge portion of the world that tells stories that just share orally those traditions and those conversations. And I love the fact that that you all are thinking that way and, and are moving that way. Uh, what kind of uh, commitment is there for someone who wants to be part of CBS? What kind of commitment uh, do they make? So depends upon where you are in the world, for sure, but I'll stick with the North American context. So currently, our class year runs 30 weeks. And so you, within a five-day apportionment, We'll study a passage of scripture, and then we get together as a CBS class, if you will, either online or in person. And when we're together, it's about a two-hour commitment once a week for 30 weeks. Other expressions of community Bible study go year-round. For example, uh, CBS gatherings that are in prisons, uh, they'll go the full year. Um, CBS gatherings in other parts of the world will have longer breaks uh, in between different courses for, for many reasons, but there's a great degree of flexibility and commitment depending upon where you are in the world. It sounds that one of the uniquenesses of uh, community Bible study is that global, that international piece. Yes. Um, can you mm -hmm. talk for a moment about what kind of things you're hearing about happening around the world? Absolutely. So community Bible study, 120 countries. Uh, the United States is not the largest country um, for community Bible study participants. The two largest CBS countries are actually in sub-Saharan Africa. 
the community Bible study gatherings are happening in South Asia, East Asia, Pacific, Middle East, North Africa, Europe, Latin America, and the Caribbean, Sub-Saharan Africa, throughout the world, ages from about a year through the longest life you can imagine, uh, men, women, um, regardless of the language, regardless of the country, regardless of the context, regardless of whether it's written or spoken, we are seeing essentially the same thing happen in lives around the world, which follow on in one way, shape or form my testimony. I'm just one life that got into a context where I was loved and supported just so I would open up the word. And then Jesus reveals himself. Jesus walks with us and invites us to walk with him and your life starts to change. That is happening in every context throughout every language around the whole world. And that's, I was thinking about missions uh, because of the conversation we're having and, and, and the joy it is to spend some time with you and thinking the word of God, when it is offered to someone and they're prayerfully and lovingly supported to begin reading it, they understand that the Lord will enable them to understand his word bit by bit, that they will know Jesus firsthand in truth bit by bit, and there is no barrier in existence that will prevent the Lord from doing that when someone gets in his word. Undeniable. Uh, it's living, it's active, and uh, we see that happening all over the world. It's an incredible story. Well, before we run out of time today, maybe just an opportunity for you to share with those who might be listening who are not currently engaged. Maybe they're not engaged with their church. They're not engaged even in any kind of daily Bible study themselves. Maybe just some words of encouragement about the importance of studying God's Word and and maybe how an organization like CBS could help them in their walk. Absolutely. So I will say this from firsthand experience. There is no substitute for knowing Jesus apart from being in the Bible, being in the Bible in community with other people brings the word alive, brings the connection. We were made to enjoy Jesus with each other. And as a Christian over several decades, although I am grateful for every teaching, every bit of grace that came through being in the church and remaining in the church even so, we must individually be in the word and the Lord will build everything upon that. And I know from being busy, it's been ironic that uh, serving the Lord can be such a barrier to being with him in his word, can confuse the two. Um, there is no, there is no substitute. So be in the word, be in the word. Uh, Community Bible Study is one of many organizations that offer up the life-giving word in a way that you can process it intentionally, study it for yourself, be supported through prayer. And then when you begin making those friendships, um, it just pulls you in further. And I think that's part of the beauty of CBS. 
And um, we would love for anyone and everyone is interested in getting in the word to just go to our website. You can find the class online or in person. You can sign up via language groups and, and get to know other Christians around the country and around the whole world. What an exciting opportunity to go deeper, much deeper into God's word. And as you heard from Kim, it truly changed her life. Maybe today your faith is just feeling a little flat. Maybe you need some direction, or you just have that need to feel closer to your Lord. There are opportunities all around the globe, and we'll connect you with those opportunities in today's podcast notes. My thanks to Kim for being with us today and helping us learn more about this Bible study around the world. Now, just a moment to talk about this podcast, Missions Today. It was developed and produced by me and my friends at Resource Global to spotlight the leaders and trends shaping the global church and global missions today. Resource Global's mission is to teach, mentor, and connect the next generation of global marketplace leaders to impact their cities and workplaces for the gospel. Visit Resource Global to apply for their next cohort or to serve the world as a teacher, mentor, or donor equipping tomorrow's Christian leaders. And if you want to sign up for Resource Global's monthly update, you'll receive news and exclusive world-class teachings on faith and work. They'll help you stay on the forefront of today's global missions work. Just go to my website, missionstoday.com, scroll down to the bottom of the home page, you'll find our sign-up form right there. That's missionstoday.com, bottom of the home page, sign-up form for Resource Global's monthly update. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Next week, we'll learn how God is helping people in South Africa integrate their faith in their work. It's so helpful when you subscribe to the podcast, rate it, and leave a review on iTunes and share it with others. If you have any feedback for me, I'd love to hear from you. See Lambert at missionstoday.com. Missions Today is a production of Resource Global.